welcome to the Free Your Heart podcast. I'm your host and heart healer, Ashley Mondor, and I am here to serve as your guide while bringing you nourishing conversations, wisdom, and channeled messages that support your healing journey to wholeness and unconditional love. It's my hope that this podcast and the stories shared with you inspire you, expand you, and align you to the profound understanding of not only who you are, but for what's possible for you as you heal and open your heart. And with that said, I invite you to get comfortable, unclench your jaw, and release any tension you're holding in your body. Now take a deep breath in with love for yourself and for this heart-to-heart connection, and when you're ready, let's dive in. I had a heart-to-heart session yesterday that was incredible. I shared space with a very powerful badass of a man, and he dropped some wisdom that I wanted to bring to this channel. So for context, heart-to-heart sessions with me are basically 60-minute one-on-one sessions focused on you sharing what pain is in your heart, what you're navigating while I listen with love, openness, and non-judgment, and then I transmute that energy that your heart is holding so that you shift back into love, balance, and coherence. And a lot of people don't know what coherence is. It's basically the state where your parasympathetic nervous system is in rest. You're focused, you're calm, you're able to respond instead of being in the sympathetic state where it's reactive, it's anger, it's fight, flight, fawn, freeze, right? Like that is your nervous system basically in a nutshell. And when we're in coherence, our heartbeats basically are in a smooth sine wave instead of like jagged. So I just want to give you that background. So this session with this man, truly the stories he had to share, incredible Part of the reason why he is working with me is because he's navigating, finding out who he really is because he had lost himself in this marriage. So they're in the process of divorce and he's been married to basically a narcissist. And I can say that because when he took himself to therapy, the therapist within the first 12 minutes said, oh yeah, the behavior you're talking about, how you feel, how she's reacting, she's a narcissist. And it helped him have a label, even though it took him months and months to actually wrap his head around like, that's this woman and this is her mental state and stuff. But once he got there, he felt relieved and like he had some answers around her behavior. So I wonder if you've ever been in this situation. He had to be walking on eggshells and he was told he was never doing anything right, like even parking a car or driving it correctly. He totally lost his voice and his power. It was completely stripped away from him. He lost his sense of identity and who he truly is. He also always was changing his behaviors to appease his wife out of fear for her reaction. He also navigated a lot of confusion because he was being gaslit. So I wanted to give you this from Robin Stern, a licensed psychoanalyst and the associate director of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence. Robin shares that gaslighting refers to the act of undermining another person's reality by denying facts, the environment around them, or their feelings. Targets of gaslighting are manipulated into turning against their cognition, their emotions, and who they fundamentally are as people. This is a use of control. It's a cognitive strategy for self-regulation and co-regulation. It's a way to have power, right? So outside of this therapist that's been supporting him, he found himself to me, which I'm so grateful for. Anytime people find me and allow me to serve and support them and to help their hearts and to help them heal, it's 
It's the gift of my lifetime. I eat, sleep, and breathe this. I love this. People ask me, how can you go to the depths with people? Like, how can you actually love this work? All you're doing is hearing about pain and wounding and trauma and all that. And it's like, oh my God, I live for this. I want everyone to find work that sets their soul on fire. And for me, that's this work. So that aside, last night after our session, him and his wife were going to have a discussion and walk through the joys of splitting their businesses, their assets, and their life apart. And he shared this one piece of wisdom with me that moved me. He said, I just have to remember she's not the version of the woman I have in my head. She'll never be her. Can we sit with that for a moment? I just have to remember she's not the version of the woman I have in my head. She'll never be her. I don't know about you, but for me, I have completely fallen for the potential of someone, the possibility or the hope for who they could become rather than who they were with me in the present moment. I clutched, I grasped, I sunk my claws into a version who wasn't real. He didn't exist. So the question for you, if you're navigating something similar Who is the real person you wake up next to? Who are they, flaws and all? Who are they really, and how do you feel about that true version of them? Can you love and respect them for who they are today, knowing they may never change? Because truly, they deserve that, don't they? To be loved for who they really are, and not for the version you hold in your head. If you're holding hope for possibility, truly, I ask you to be honest with yourself. What is different about them that maybe you had hoped? Can you actually love who they are? And this is also the invitation for you to really reflect on yourself. Are you in this relationship being the true, real, honest version of who you really are? Or are you wearing masks? Where do you shrink in your relationship? Where do you withhold your truth or your opinions? Do you let other people's emotions and their needs take precedence over yours? How is your communication with your partner or your spouse? Where are your needs not being met? And how can you share that with an open heart? And... Do you and your partner have the same vision for your relationship? Do you have goals, hopes, dreams together? Do you feel safe with them? Do you feel loved and cherished by them? If not, again, how can you communicate this? If you do have things that you'd like to work on or you'd like to surface with your partner, what I teach in devotion is that we ask for consent We always ask for consent before we bring things up that could potentially be triggering, before we have harder, deeper conversations that may make someone feel uncomfortable or called out. And we also don't want to emotionally dump on people when they're not ready. So when we ask for consent in a certain way, we give them the opportunity to process and to ask themselves, am I ready to have this conversation with an open and grounded heart? As an example, you can ask your partner, hey, their name, 
Would you have the energy, space, and time to connect with me today on blank? If not, would you have time this week? And if they say no, then you ask them, when would be a good time? If they give you a yes, then you honor that. You honor when they have the spaciousness and the energy to sit with you in a grounded space in order to communicate about your love, your relationship, right? If they say no and they are unwilling to sit with you ever, how does that actually support your relationship and the growth of you moving forward? I would assume that because you have this partner and they love you, they're going to want to communicate with you. If they don't want to communicate, you have to ask yourself, is this relationship right for me? And I say this knowing I've watched and held a lot of people's hands through divorce from marriages that were 10, 12, 15, 20, 30 plus years long. There comes a point where if your partner doesn't want to grow with you and you ask them and you ask them for what you want to need and you create the space and you come from an open heart and they don't want that, you have to ask yourself, is this what I deserve? Is this what I want? Sometimes the answer is hard. But when you give yourself the opportunity to navigate it and to choose you and to speak up for what you want to need and to no longer shrink in your relationship, to share your opinions, to take care of yourself, to really love yourself, and your partner wants to walk with you, that's what I want for everyone. I want everyone to be so madly, profoundly, deeply in love with themselves and having a partner who celebrates the true version of you as you do with them. This is how we thrive. This is how we change the world, especially in relationships, especially when we model what's possible for other people. But it starts with us, and it starts with us deconditioning what we've seen from our parents or lack thereof. It starts with us doing things that stretch us or expand us or ask us to grow, to go deeper. It starts with you. So I thought that this episode would be helpful and making you an even better lover. Like, how sexy is that? Oh my God, how sexy is that? To be an even better lover because you choose to love you. I hope this episode supports your heart, my friend, and I hope that you have a beautiful day. Thank you for being with me. If you loved this episode, would you do me a favor and leave me a quick rating? Or could you share this episode with someone you love? This is super, super helpful for me on my mission to opening more hearts across the world and connecting people back to the truth of their souls. Thank you so much for being with me. 